The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. I'm afraid I'm self-diagnosing myself with mental illness. Just like Tess Holiday. <laughs> Let's fucking go. I feel like I might be struggling, but I don't want to appropriate anyone's experience. Hell. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Whoa, normal. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 2400 and 40 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gain cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustles, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back. With another episode, today's episode of the Beastcast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all one. you beasts. the fucking Catalina wine mixer. What's going on, fam? How are we doing? Eric Logan, Bow, Lady Justice, Giovanna, what's up, TCAP, Nancy, how we doing, Johnny, John, Mr. Fernandez, Jessica, Dan, Loretta, Pedro, Joe, Cerny, Bass, Brandon, What's going on, fucking bitches? Oh, let's get a little married. All right. Welcome, fam. Hit the like button, share the stream, and of course, we're available everywhere. Check the links in the show notes down below for all the podcast links, the live stream links um, over at thedailyswole.com. Check all the links down below. Askpapaswolio.com to submit a question. We will get into some questions in the knowledge cock portion of today's show. And uh, of course... If you have not yet done so, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you bang your ear holes. And of course, we also have the available uh, available on Spotify. We have video as well, so you could watch at your convenience. Um, we're going to go deep today, fam. We're going to go deep for Tainty Tuesday, so I hope you're fucking ready. I hope each and every single one of you are ready. Um, again, on YouTube, if you're watching, hit the like button. Everyone, where's the like police at? Make sure you hit that fucking like like button right now. Let's fucking do it. Inconceivable. It's inconceivable for you to not smash that like button. Just that thumbs up. Just tap it. It makes a huge difference. Trust me, if everyone hit at the same time, YouTube's going to be like, oh my God, more people want some knowledge cock and they're going to distribute the man cast. And then millions of people are going to flood in and uh, no, they won't. But it'll help tremendously. So thank you for doing it. All right, let's see a little bit of the tainty man. We got a little tainty boy. Oh. And of course, 
back in action, we have the church. Let's get a little golf clap. Golf clap for the church. Uh, she's adorable. Oh, my sweet girl. Oh, my sweet girl. All right, so we got the church here. We got the Tainty Man, and we're ready for today's show. Let's uh, bust this nut open. I wish we had an eggplant. I wish we had an eggplant instead of the thumbs up button. I wish you could customize the thumbs up button, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get into it. Uh, Falcon, take us away. Falk. What are you smashing today, fam? Drop it in the comments down below. That's a fancy fucking card. That's a fancy card. Hashtag Tainty Magooch. Don't be a beach. Don't be a boosh. Or you might very well end up like Tainty Magooch. And you do not, you do not want that to happen. I don't think anyone wants that to happen. Anyone that knows and cares about their fellow humans would not want that to happen. You do not want to be a Tainty Magooch. You do not. Now, of course, we have the Tainty Man. He's a very, very tainty boy, um, but he's not a tainty magooch. So you don't want that to happen. So drop that hashtag in the comments down below, and we will give away this swole card at the end of today's episode. All right. Uh, calling this calligraphy is very generous. Um, hashtag tainty magooch. All right. Let's get into that tip, fam. Everyone spin on it. Let's fucking go. Babe, Ooh. just an inch, just an inch. Sloppy Joe. It's cold outside. Slop, sloppy Joe, yeah. Pour a little more black gold. Let's fucking do it. All right. So let's go, fam. Where were we? Let's get into a swole fam post and uh, let's kick it off. Here we go. Um, dun, 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 dun. Drum roll. Here we go. We're going to kick it off with Brianna today. What's in the box? All right, Brianna. All these posts are from Inside Swanormous X. Join the fam today. We have some awesome specials over there. Fuck your resolution season, as it were. Uh, we don't care about resolutions. We're getting it done today because it's today. And it's time to fucking crush those seven pillars. Brianna writes, hey, Swole fam. I think I made an achievement with my lifestyle. I've been drinking more water every day up to almost one gallon a day. Uh, I've also... Wait, up to almost a gallon one day. Okay, so you're almost up to a gallon a day. I've also been walking a lot more, especially early in the morning. I feel absolutely amazing afterwards. And the best part of the story was I had went to my niece's birthday party and saw my cousin and his wife 
who I haven't seen for a couple of weeks. And when I saw them, they immediately said I looked like I lost weight. Oh, yeah. And I was surprised because I didn't even realize I had looked smaller than a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, that is my little story of the past couple of weeks. Very nice. And as I always mention, it's important to take pictures and stuff like that for that very reason, because you see yourself every single day. You're not going to notice those small incremental changes, but someone that hasn't seen you in a couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of years, they're going to be like, whoa, it's like flipping a light switch out of nowhere. All of a sudden you're a different person. They remember you from a month ago, from four months ago, from four years ago. They remember that person when they go to see you. That's what they have in mind. I think it's a little bit less so nowadays because of social media generally you see other people if you're posting pictures of yourself. So people might see you. They still might be shocked in person or they'll see a picture online and comment below. So people tend to see one another more often than in the past, but still it could be someone at work that you're not going to follow on social media per se, or you just have an avatar and a headshot. You don't have a lot of pictures of your entire body, but fantastic. That's awesome. And I agree an early, a morning walk I think is fantastic. And that's the beauty of having a dog. You can walk the dog. You can go for a walk yourself. I don't treat it as walking Rufus. I go for a walk and I allow him to come with me. Like, Hey, want to go on a walk with me? I'm going for a walk. And then I bring him along and we've been doing about a 30 to 30 minute to an hour walk in the morning. The weather is also beautiful down here this time of year. So it's, um, I know if it's snowy and cold as fuck, but still getting your blood moving, but just getting that walking meditation, no screen. I bring my phone, but it's an airplane mode. I just put a timer. So I know how long I took a walk for just a general awareness. I like to know, I like to do it at least X amount of time, but I don't look at the screen. I'm not, um, I'm not using it. No screen sunlight, just walking with my thoughts and my pup and uh, walking in the morning is great. So if you haven't done that, if you haven't done that, if you haven't done a walking routine in the morning, I couldn't recommend it more. It's a great, it's a great, great, great thing to start your day with. All right, let's get into the next post. Thank you, Brianna. Excellent post. Excellent. Good for you. Love those achievements. My goodness. We got some pictures. I got to zoom this out because Jeremy is uh, flexing all over this image. We're going to jump into the text first. I'm going to zoom in so I don't want to give it away. We'll read the post and then we're going to look at the pictures. So this is pretty awesome. Jeremy writes, to all the Swolfam starting the journey this January, just remember this shit takes time. There will be ups and downs. You may want to quit. This New Year's high won't always be there. Life is going to suck. Uh, sometimes you may have to restrain yourself at parties, gatherings, etc. But let me tell you, it's beyond worth it. I could not agree more. Let's zoom up or let's pan up. Uh, we have 200, 240. God, okay. I said, <laughs> Matt Damon. first off, that's 2014, 214. Oh God. Brain still fire. Brain still waking up. All right. 2014. We're looking at something's holding us. You had an accident. You holding your vertebrae together. Some plates or a bar, shit like that. Surgery. It's a x-ray. Then we have 2015. I remember this picture. I remember you posting this before. 2015, it's just like a shoulder shot, but you're a big boy. And then we move into from 2015. And this is what, this is why I tell you take pictures because Jeremy didn't want to take pictures in 2016 or 2017, right? You know, he's putting, putting in the work, but this is why I'm always talking about 
when you have fat pictures, you don't want to take pictures because you don't feel good about yourself. You don't, you're not like, Hey, smiley, look at me. You feel like shit. So you don't want to take a lot of pictures of yourself, but it's a great reference point. But we get the, we get the idea. Look at his face. And then we have 2019 and 2023. So holy shit. So we have on the right here, and we got a lot of comparisons. Um, we're all over the place here. Let me just zoom in. So let's go in the bottom left here. Uh, 2019 on the left. So obviously from the 2015 picture, scroll up, even just be, even though they're completely different angles, obviously he's a different, he's half of a human. He's half the human from 25. That's four years of work. I'm not sure exactly when he started. I forget his previous story, but he didn't mention in this post, but left 2019 obviously made a lot of progress, but look at that 2019. Look at 2023. Look who's been putting on some beef. Look who's been, uh, look who's been getting a little bit swollen. Might I add because because hmm? look at those, look at those lats. Look at that terrace major. Look at, look at those traps. Look at, look at the fucking deltoid. You've been getting a little thick with two C's there, Jeremy putting on some beef there. All right. Uh, we got another pose here, dude, getting thicker, looking good. And, um, I might say we don't have a front shot, but if you notice, if you notice here, you see on the side of his face might have a little bit of like light. It was like a chin strap or maybe it's a shadow, no real beard, right? It looks thin, no real beard there. If you go over to, and this is deep analysis with AI recognition, this is just, and you see on the side here, look at that beard. It's obviously, it's a blatant definitive uh, beard coming in. It's no longer some scruff and some facial hair. This is a le- legit beard from the side. Um, so again, like I always say, is it the chicken or the egg? Is it the beard or the gains? You make gains, your beard's going to grow in thick and full if you allow it. And the more your beard grows in, the more gains you'll make. So it's a very vicious cycle and uh, one that we encourage strongly here uh, in the Swolfam. If we're looking at uh, these two posts, November 21, I believe 2021 and then January of 2023. So what are we looking at here? Like a year and two months? Make me do math, bro. And you can see uh, thickness in the deltoid, in the bicep, thickness in the back, more definition, more shadow, more carving. Uh, definitely been putting on some serious muscle. So I don't know what you've been doing. Jeremy, I don't know what program you're doing. Um, if you're doing swole season or scorched earth and you know, how you're eating, but it's obviously working for you. So good for you. And another round of applause. Good for those. That's the beard. That's the beard doing the work. Obviously Jeremy's putting in the work, but let's just, I just do not want to underestimate what the beard does for Jeremy. It's obviously extremely important, which is why he's growing it out. So Jeremy, I would say, let it, let it ride. I would say, keep on coming, let it go a little bit thicker. We're ready for it. And uh, let's get some front shots. Let's get some beard shots, fam. Let's get some beard shots from Jeremy. All right. We want to see how this beast is filling in. Now looks good, bro. Looks good, bro. Excellent. Keep it up, brother. And uh, thank you for sharing. I love those. I love those transformation pictures. And these are very personal for people. And uh, again, my point, let's actually go back for a second. Remember what I was saying about doing before and after pictures? A lot of people aren't going to want to. When you join the Swole Fam, when you start one of our programs, make sure you do. 
and do it for you. You don't have to, you don't feel obligated to share it. When you do a before picture, um, understand that you're doing it for you. You're not doing it to post it. You're taking it to hold on to yourself. That way you can share it. That way you have, you can compare it is what I mean. It gives you perspective because you're seeing yourself every day, just like, um, the previous post, you don't see yourself all the time. So someone that hasn't seen you in a while is going to be shocked when they see, because that's the after they know you before and they see you after you see yourself every day. So it's hard to keep tabs of your progress. You don't want to rest on your laurels. You don't want to let your foot off the gas pedal, but it's very easy to underestimate how far you've come. So take the picture, hold it for yourself. And then in the future, if you want to share it, that's up to you. And oftentimes a lot of people, when they lose the weight and they make the changes like Jeremy, you want to share the fuck out of it because you're proud of yourself. And you're like, look, I can do it. You, if, if I can do it, you could do it too. And that's why Jeremy's sharing this. He's sharing this because he's proud of himself and it's not showing off. It's like an encouragement. He's proud of himself. And by posting these, it's not fat phobic. It's health philic. All right. So don't be fit phobic. Go to the fucking gym, make those positive changes, eat properly. And you're going to be proud of yourself too. And share that you should be proud of yourself. You should be proud of yourself. All right. We got one here from Cassie. Uh, Cassie writes, good morning, fam. Good morning, fam. I had been sick for four days and was still feeling gross yesterday, but I wasn't sneezing or exhibiting other signs of sickness. So I finally got my gains on and boy, did I miss it. Smashed chest, back and lower abs. Today will be legs and butt. Glad to be back and grateful for Papa and the fam who kept me on track with the other six pillars for the downtime. Love this fam. Excellent. Good for you. The other six pillars. So you were in training, but understand if you're doing brain gains, you can still meditate, take care of your mental health. And uh, so you were training. You have to, you have to use these to your advantage. I'm not saying lie. I'm not saying deceive yourself, but active recovery. And if you're sick, well, the training protocol is obviously going to be different. So when you get sick, you have to shift your perspective of what training means. So if you have, you're an amputee and you don't have legs, lower body is going to be pretty hard to train. Understand if you're in the hospital, you can't necessarily do physical training but you can still do some sorts of activities, brain gains. It still counts as training. Meditation can be your training. Mobility can be your training. Yoga can be your training. Uh, doing some sort of rehab can be your training. It just shifts your training. Your pillar number three is the other six pillars. And that's you're sick. You're not going to go to the fucking gym, but psychologically you want to be like, Oh, I'm not training. I'm missing a pillar. No, no. All the other pillars are making up that that's your training. Your training is staying on your other set your other pillars. It's just a different, it's just a different way to perceive it. And it's not that you're manipulating it. It's not that you're lying to yourself or you're cheating. It's just, you are literally unable. You shouldn't be training. You shouldn't be lifting hard. If you're sick, if you're feeling fucked up, you shouldn't be do, going super hard. You need to make sure that you're recovering. Maybe if you feel a little bit, eh, so, so you do some mobility and you keep it light, make sure that you are, you know, moving yourself in the right direction. But it's important to make sure that you're not beating yourself up as if you didn't do what you're supposed to. You did the best that you can with what you had. Uh, we have a swole sled here, fam. Uh, Lacey is sharing her new 
<laughs> New diet plan shirt. Absolutely fucking awesome. Repping at the commercial gym. <laughs> fucking awesome. Look at that shit. New diet plan. How many people does that offend? I hope all of them. That's amazing. I love that new shirt. Uh, we got one here from Maria. Yeah, Maria. Tell us a story. Hello, what's up, Beaches? I'm Maria, and I'm 36 years old from Denmark. I've been listening to Papa on Instagram and sharing a lot of reels with my friend to motivate, motivate us in our CrossFit lives. Finally, I got ready to take the next step towards the best nutrition and a healthier lifestyle in general, not only working out so I can grow these muscles. Fan-fucking-tastic. Welcome to the fan. Welcome to the fam, Maria. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Lady Justice says, a fellow Dane. We have a, we have a bunch. We're, 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 the Swole fam is, the Swole fam goes hard in Europe. The Swole fam goes hard. And uh, while we're watching live, we got a bunch of you watching live. Why don't you drop in the comments where you're watching from right now? Where you live? Where do you hail from? Where do you hail from? Drop that in the comments. Let's get into some questions. If you have any questions, those are all posts from inside the Swole fam. Join us, SwoleNormousX.com. And um, if you have a question live right now, uh, drop in the comments down below. Hashtag AskPapaSwoleo. Also, if you want to submit an audio question, call in. Go to AskPapaSwoleo.com and call in. Please do so. I highly encourage it. Uh, we're light on the call-ins today, but no worries. We'll take a lot more live questions then. So drop your questions in the comments down below. Slow. Let's take a call. Let's take that fucking call. Matthew. Matthew, you're on the sleazecast. What is that swingy thing that you have in your videos? Also, what is your thoughts on intermittent fasting? No, I'm just fucking with you. So my real question is, um, so me and my girl like to watch uh, a lot of movies late at night. It's kind of because I kind of work all day. Um, and I got a pair of Felix Grey. Uh, blue light blocking glasses. They're actually pretty expensive. They're about a hundred dollars. Um, and I feel like they're working. I feel like I get really tired wearing them. I just want to know what your thoughts are on, you know, watching TV late at night, but you know, having those glasses on and then, you know, going to bed in a dark room, obviously. Thanks, Papa. Go fuck yourself. All right. <sighs> Love you, Matt. Thank you for the question. Thank you for the two shit questions, by the way. Uh, but the blue blocking glasses. So I, I don't have my pair in here, but I wear, I have a pair of like aviator saw glasses like this and they're completely blue blocking. So I don't know what you're wearing. Sometimes they have, they have lenses. They have lenses that are clear. They say they're blue blocking. I don't really know what they block because they're definitely not blocking all the blue light. I guess they just tone it down a little bit. Does anyone use those? Because the ones I have are completely orange and they block, they block out everything. So if you're watching TV, I would wear those that block out all the blue light. Um, you know, TV late at night. Look, Mama Solio and I, sometimes we're eating, we watch a movie, we watch, I mean, we do that. I'm not anti-watching a movie. I love movies. I just, I used to watch a lot more, but now I'd have a lot of things I want to do and we don't always do it. So it's kind of like a little special occasion when we're, um, schedules line up and we sit down. Sometimes we want to watch a, a comedy or whatever. But anyway, if, 
if the sun's going down, we turn on red lights. I have the yellow glasses on, so it's blocking out all blue light. I don't know how well those other ones work or what they actually block out, because if they're not really blocking out all the blue light, then it's not really blocking out blue light. But um, yeah, Wax says, I don't even have a TV person. I don't have a TV personality. We don't have cable or anything. We have a TV that we just hook up, just plug in the laptop, and then we watch something once in a while. But I, I know that they make those blue... I know they make those blue glasses or those glasses that are look clear and they say they block out blue light, but I don't really know what they block out because obviously still blue, some blue light's still getting in. So maybe it's just certain frequencies, but mine are just completely amber. So one thing that's a little bit, it, it doesn't neutralize it because when you're watching TV, don't forget your brain is stimulated and I just wouldn't do it too close to going to sleep. I would at least have an evening routine. I would at least have like a preparation for bed routine. I would try to keep any kind of TV or movie stuff like at least an hour before you're going to sleep. It allows your brain to shut off and relax. For example, if you're watching an action movie and then some people can probably just pass right out, but they're usually chronically exhausted. So I would say just give your body and your brain time to unplug de-stress you could put on some relaxing music some of those frequency tones or some i don't know sound healing bowls or some nice chill chill house music or something like that something relaxing or just peace and quiet and get those lights off so for people that are trying to improve their sleep it's really about the preparation for sleep of course the dark room cold room no lights whatsoever, no Wi-Fi and cell phones and stuff like that, no screens. It's really important what you do before you go to bed, what you do in preparation for that. It's not, I think it's because of technology. Obviously that's electricity and stuff is a real big problem, but I think it's also our use of technology where we want a light on, we turn it on, we turn it off. Our phone's on, our phone's off. Our TV's on, TV's off. Computer's on, computer's off. So we forget that it's not, oh, brain's on, brain's off. We don't just, we can't just flip that switch. There needs to be this off-ramp. So you're not on a highway going 75 miles an hour and then just slam on your fucking brakes. You have an off-ramp and it's a long off-ramp where you could downshift and slow down gradually to a light. And then you... Right? The closer you get to your house, the slower you drive. You're on a back road, it's 20 miles an hour, and then you're driving down your apartment complex or your how your street, and you're going really slow, and you pull into your driveway, and you slowly come to a stop. So just think about it like that. You're watching TV. You might have your amber glasses, your blue blocking glasses, whatever it is. You're going 75 on the highway. You don't just boom stop and completely you don't just turn your car off while you're going 75 just think about it like that you need to off ramp so having a good evening routine it doesn't have to be the same every single night but it's great to reinforce that because once you start that routine your brain knows and your body knows you start to everything kind of gets into habit you know that hey this is sleep we're cascading down towards sleep so my evening is sauna shower that's my routine at night and then it just goes into the blah, blah blah reading in bed done 
so once I go into the sauna, that's the evening routine. So that's my body shutting down. I might still listen to something. I kind of still have some bad habits, in my opinion, with that. Sometimes I listen to a podcast. I should probably just be not listening to anything. Depends on what time it is. So it, it fluctuates. Sometimes I don't listen to anything. Sometimes I listen to something. And you want to turn your mind off for the most part. So if I'm listening to something earlier and it's really, really good, sometimes I'll continue it. But um, you want to make sure you shut that down. Just think about that highway analogy. I think that'll help you. Oh, yeah, John. Absolutely. I wear Blue Blocker brand name Spectrum from the Swolnormous Amazon store. First time I wore them, my entire face relaxed. How long was my face all squinted up? Yikes. A thousand percent. So Mama Swolia was on her computer the other night. And I have this app on because I have a, we both have Apple. Um, we both have IMAX. It's called Iris. And she has a computer that I used to use. And I guess the subscription expired or something. So she was in there and she had it black and white. But I'm like, oh my God, it's so bright because it's still bright. So I, I signed and she was doing some stuff in there. And I'm like, look, let me just, let me sign it up for um, that app. Click on it. And I was like, why isn't it working? Oh, it's expired. So we turned it back on. It's called Iris if anyone's interested. And it's like a $50 lifetime. You could pay, I think a dollar a month or $2 a month, but it was like $50 lifetime purchase. And you can turn the screens blood red, like just red. It's awesome. So if you're ever at night and you're ever working at night, you can just turn them red. If you're ever doing something and it has to be, and it's dark outside and you have to be on your computer. So she was awake and doing stuff. And then I, she was like, no, I want to just, let me just finish this. Trust me. Let me re-up this subscription. So bought it for, turned it red. And then she goes, oh, I heard her. She actually sighed when it turned red. Cause she had it black and white, but I guess I thought she had it red. I thought she had the app. I thought the app was still active on the computer. So I heard her go, oh, and then she just kind of all of a sudden kind of slouch. And she goes, I'm tired. I told you it was like this. Once you block out the blue light at night, all of a sudden your face will relax. Just like John said, and you get tired. That's why red lights are important. And people don't understand how impactful blue lights are. Your brain still thinks it's daylight. So this is why people get hungry. Is I shouldn't say this is why this is a reason people are chronically dehydrated. So they feel hungry. So your brain thinks it's and your eyes still think it's daylight. Of course, you're getting dirty light and stuff like that. So it's blue shit, you know, wavelengths. It's not sun. So your brain thinks it's daylight, but it's late at night. It's 11 o'clock at night, but your brain thinks it's daylight and you're tired. You're chronically exhausted. So your body's exhausted and your brain, oh no, we have to stay awake. Why are we so tired? So guess what? You fucking start having sugar cravings because your body needs a boost. So then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm hungry. You really need to, you need to either drink some water, but you need to go to fucking sleep. So if you're dehydrated, you're going to feel hungry and people eat when they're really thirsty and people eat late at night because they're supposed to be fucking sleeping. Then you wouldn't be eating. That's like the major reason. Yeah. And, and also if you're watching TV at night, it's really not a good thing, but also people tend to just eat while you're watching. So just don't be stuffing food because then you're eating before you go to sleep and that's not good for you. 
Uh, Lacey um, says, wait, do they get rid of resting bitch face? Um, I think you might have a problem. I think you have a, you have a severe case. I, I, I don't know if it's going to work. Stop whining. I don't know if there's anything that can help. That can help you there, Lacey. I, 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 I think it's too, I think, I think you're too far gone. I think you're too far, too far gone with that. You have a very, Lacey has a very severe case of resting bitch face. <laughs> Do they get rid of resting bitch face? Uh, we got a question here. If you have a question, hashtag ask Papa Swolio. Let's take a couple more. And then of course we'll go balls deep. Make sure you share everyone. Did everyone hit the like button? If you're watching on YouTube, let's give a nice round of applause for those of you that did. Thank you for doing so. Are you not entertained? Appreciate it. Are you not entertained? Hit the like button on YouTube. It helps tremendously. And if you notice, if everyone taps that for everyone that's watching live, you start seeing the numbers tick up because they start to promote it. Oh, a lot of people are watching and they like it. If you're just watching it, I don't know. The algorithm doesn't take you watching it as, hmm. People like this show. It's like they're fucking watching it. But hitting the like button is like that engagement that makes a big difference. So I appreciate it. And if you love the show, share the show. Let's spread the knowledge cock far and wide. Knowledge cock for everyone. Strength and honor. Maximus. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Um, Lick Goreng. Lick? Your name is Lick. Can we agree that's like the best name ever? My name is Lick. At least your name is not Dong. Last name Dong. Lick Dong. <laughs> someone, you know, someone out there's name is Lick Dong. <laughs> someone. Because Dickens? It's Lick Dong. Um, someone look that up. Someone go on like LinkedIn and look up like Lick Dong. L-I-K Dong. Because Goring, that could be like e- Asian or East Asian, something like that. All right, uh, how to burn side fat. Well, you're talking about generally elevated cortisol levels and everyone stores fat in different areas, but most people primarily abdominal, quote, love handles, what you're referring to, hips. Um, You need to cut out the inflammatory foods. Go to swollenormousx.com and download the seven pillars and start learning about our principles for eliminating inflammatory foods. Check out the blog over there as well. And um, feel free to follow back up here with a more detailed question, but the seven pillars are really what's going to take care of all of that. It's the foundations. You're probably, you're missing out on the quality of your food. Probably the training can improve. Your consistency can improve recovery, mobility, sleep, sleep, hydration, nutrition, training. These things are essential for reducing overall body fat. You can't spot reduced fat. So it's going to have to come from systemic habits, which it's hard to get people to do. But you can do it and you're in control. The good thing is, the good news is, and the reason why the seven pillars are so important is that if you look at the right side of your screen or you have the seven pillars, each one is something that you can control. So people nowadays are so worried about things and they always were, I guess, things that are out of their control, especially when you're on social media, you're on Instagram or you're watching the news or you're reading things or people are tweeting and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like again, we had, I think Tyler was asking about YouTube videos or making content or something like that on Sunday during Ask Papa Soil Live. And, you know, we're talking about comments and like negative comments. I can't control, for example, I get negative comments all the time. I get positive comments all the time too, but humans tend to navigate or to lean or to bias towards reacting to negative comments first. It's just psychologically, it it fucks with people's heads. I don't like negative comments, but I've 
train myself and I don't know, I have a thicker skin. I just don't care. And in reality, and the reason why is because I can't control them. I can't control what people say. I can't control, I can't control people leaving a, a good comment. I can't control them leaving a bad comment. I can't control them from leaving comments. I could turn off comments, but that's lame. That's lame. If you turn off comments, I mean, I don't know if I've ever done that. I'm not saying I wouldn't depends on, but I mean, you know, I guess you can control <laughs> if people comment. So you can turn off comments. Okay. But I can't control if someone, I can't control what people like or dislike about what I do. So if they don't like a video, okay, that's out of my control. So it's really none of my business. It doesn't matter if they dislike it. It's important for people to like it. Otherwise, you know, if everyone hates what you do and everyone hates, everyone hates the content, it's like, all right, well, you're doing something wrong or you're not good at it at all. Maybe you should try changing things. But for every person, for every bunch of people, the more that people like your content, obviously, the more people are going to hate it. I still see it sometimes. Oh, I hate this guy. And they'll tag or, or something or they'll, you know, I hate this guy. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. Hate that guy. Yeah, because I'm telling the truth and you should go to the fucking gym, you jabroni. But anyway, that's exactly right, Matthew. So Matthew says you can control how you react to them. So exactly. So if you look at the seven pillars, pillar number one is community. It's your surroundings, your environment, and you control your environment. So I can control what I let in and I can control how I react to that. So I am in control of my community. Now you might have a job where you have shitty people that you work with, but you can still go upstairs and go internal and your community of one, because how you treat yourself and how you talk to yourself, that's your real, that's the most important community you have. That's your most important environment is what's up here. So you can control that. So if someone leaves a shitty comment on a video, I can control how I react to that. So you have to focus on that. You have to focus on how you react to it. Not the fact that people are going to leave because then you might start making content pandering to people to make sure everyone likes it and tiptoeing. Don't say this word. Don't talk about this issue. Oh, I don't want to say that because someone might not like a video. No shit. No matter what the fuck you do, no matter what you fucking say, someone out there is going to get offended. They're going to hate it. They're going to dislike it. Well, guess what? It's not their video. It's your video. And guess what? There are a million fucking things to watch. So go look at something else. And if they want to hate watch your video, then they like your content. They just don't want to admit it. And they're obsessed because they hate their own fucking lives for whatever reason. Okay. So if they leave a negative comment, just think about it this way. They're leaving a comment on your video. It helps your algorithm and it'll get more reach because someone left a comment. So if they leave a hateful comment, well, it helps you out anyway. So you can control how you react to it. And that's the most important thing. It's controlling how you react to those things. I forget how we got on that, but it's a good topic. Um, Long Dick Dong is the OG. Tell me a story I don't like. That's a great fucking name. Long Dick Dong. Excellent. Uh, oh, guy, I'm not going to click on that, but is that someone's name? Is that Lick Dong? Guy just sent a... <gasps> It's Lick Dong, L-I-C-H, Lick Dong. See, we're very mature here in the Swole Fam. Guy actually shared a Facebook profile of Lick Dong. Great. I'm going to invite him on the podcast. Fantastic. What a great day. What a great day. Let's get this fucking marriage. Cheers, fam. Fucking Lick Dong. My God. It's gonna be a great fucking day. It's gonna be a great fucking day. All right, De La Humior. What's up? Hi, Pop. I'm an Amazon driver. 
I feel like when someone says they're an Amazon driver, we always talked about this, right? Uh, just like the military and first responders, you gotta be like, thank you for your service. Um, I'm an Amazon driver. And lately, even though I'll be exhausted after work, I still try to do some home workouts. Respect. My question is any recommendations for foods I can eat through the day? A uh, couple things. Train first. Everyone here would agree. We talk about this all the time. Uh, I don't know what time you work out. Work out first. Because then when you get home, you can do a meditation. I would recommend you doing some yoga. Do some yin yoga. Do a little mobility. Do some foam rolling. Do some meditation. Do a little mobility to, so you're not super, super stiff. And then do some meditation, wind down, have a nice meal or whatever, depending on your eating habits. But then you get a good night's sleep, get, you get to sleep promptly, and then you get up super early and train. If you have to be at work at six, then train at five, five to five thirty, four thirty to five thirty. I know it doesn't sound romantic, but you'll feel better throughout the entire day. You'll have more energy at home. Um, you'll eat better. Even when you're on the road, you can bring food. I'm sure. I, I don't know what your eating habits are. I know you're in the car, so I'm sure you can probably eat something. I know you're in and out of the car all the time, but you can still prepare food on your off day. That's easy to grab and easy to eat. You have your steak or something chopped up. You can just boom. You can like, you know, eat while you're driving. I'm sure, you know, so, uh, you, you also asked any, any recommendations for foods I can eat through the day. Uh, healthy foods. I mean, eat the same foods that you would eat if you were at home and you were cooking. I mean, I look, I always recommend grass-fed beef, pastured eggs. I know that some of these foods are more expensive than others, but you're investing in your health and it's important to optimize your food. So fats and proteins will give you more energy. You'll make you more satisfied. Focus on the proteins. That's really going to be the most expensive source. Grass-fed beef, pastured eggs. Grass-fed beef is going to, it's going to go a long way and it's very, very satisfying. And um, could be bison, buffalo. These things are great. And, um, you could always get pastured eggs and make some hard boiled eggs. Those are easy. You can peel them ahead of time. There's different options, but I would train first. So maybe you can break down a little bit more what you got going on. I would just recommend training first. Uh, Logan, Papa, I was doing good at gaining muscle and I'm six to a 202 pounds. I've been stuck there for three months and I eat four meals a day, but can't gain any advice. Uh, gaining muscle. You're trying to gain, gain muscle. Been stuck here for three months and I eat four meals a day. Well, the meals a day are ir irrelevant. If you're trying to eat surplus of calories and get in enough protein, more frequent meals makes it easier to get into surplus because it's very hard to eat. For example, 3000 calories in one meal. It's just unrealistic and it's very uncomfortable. Kind of fuck you up in my opinion. So you're obviously not eating enough, but gaining muscle is different than just gaining weight. So you can put on fat too and put on a little water weight. So just because the scale goes from 202 to 205 doesn't mean you're making actual progress. It just means you're gaining weight, which doesn't mean it's muscle weight. So how much protein are you eating? Do you know? And if you don't know, I never tell people to count calories and micromanage. Um, so for general health and for making progress and getting rid of extra body fat, you need to focus on the quality and eat to your heart's content, train hard, lift heavy, and reset your satiety mechanisms. But if you're really trying to micromat and like really try to make specific like muscle growth and muscle gain your goals, you need to make sure you're getting enough protein objectively. So I never talk about counting calories and, but you need to be aware if you're trying to make specific progress, but fundamentally it's about the food quality and that's going to reset. Most people want to lose extra body fat and have want to lose overall weight but you never really want to lose. You never want to lose muscle mass. So everyone wants to lose fat for the most part. Um, some people need to put on fat too. 
but that's usually if you're coming back from an eating disorder, anorexia and stuff like that. Uh, green trolley sauna or steam room Papa Solio. My gym has both. I haven't felt much of a difference after my workouts. Personally, I have a steam sauna. So I have the sauna with the rocks and I can put water on it and have steam. So I personally have a sauna, but for in home, most people don't like put in steam rooms. That's usually a lot more. You might have a steam shower, but that's definitely more of something that's more modern. Most people just like, Oh, I just got a steam room put in my house. It's the moisture and it's not really something people do that I'm aware of unless it's built into the, a brand new remodeling of a bathroom or something like that. But I prefer the sauna and I like my option cause I have steam too, where I can make some steam. It's not the same as just like pure steam. Steam rooms can also very, can, steam rooms can also be very, very dirty. So if your gym has a steam, it depends on how clean it is. Steam rooms can be very fucking gross in public gyms be really nasty i know a lot of people that go into steam rooms and gyms and like they just get sick and it's just like has this weird tang smell to it um all right scrolling 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 making sick fucking gains we got to move into balls deep in a second uh yeah pedro papasoli i've heard i heard one of the best quotes you'll never meet a hater who is doing better than you right People are punching up and they're jealous and they're hating their own fucking lives. So they lash out again. It's easier said than done, but you have to look at, you have to think about it this way. Someone's taking time out of their day to be like me and I, I leave snide comments sometimes and I joke, but it's more of like a joking thing. If you're really, if you're really going after someone, it's like, why? In other words, if you're going after someone, there needs to be a really good reason. Otherwise, you need to be working. You're, you're not work, using that time to work on yourself. Why are you spending so much time focusing on that person? Obviously, if you're doing commentary videos and you're making videos about a certain thing, well, okay, you're actually, that's your work. You're creating an audience and it's either entertainment or it's informational, whatever it is. So there might be some context, but if you're just leaving shitty comments, stop scrolling and go get a fucking job or go to the gym and stop wasting your time. Mmm. Drinking my vegan tears at work right now. Tainty Magooch. Well done. Well done. Salty, right, Glenna? Fucking salty as shit. Uh, let's see. Nunu Ham. Fucking great. Great name. Can I call you Dick Long? I'm going to call you Dick Long. Uh, Nunu, you have 26 books on your Amazon. I know you say books are rarely written well. I have I ever said that? I mean, a lot of things aren't done well in this world. I mean, there's a lot more bad books and good books, I would say, but I don't think I've ever said books are rarely written well. I think I say that I like to read books. I mean, I like to read books, but I like to listen to books too. You get more vo- you get more value from reading it. Listening to a book can be good depending on the book. Cuz you're going to remember more if you read a book, if you highlight, if you take notes. If you read a book multiple times, you'll reinforce more. You'll retain more. But sometimes I'm working out or I'm walking the dog and then I just want to like listen to a book. But I, a lot of times I'll listen and I'll read. I usually like if it's a good book, I'll go through it multiple times. So I'll read a book. I'll, I'll read a book for a while. I'll read a book. And if it's a good book, I'll leave it out and I'll like open it up again and read it again and flip through it. And I'll reread a book. 
So I usually reread a book a couple times. I'll spend time on a book. I don't just read it to be, oh, that was a good book. If it was like, eh, I got the point. But if it's really good, I want to reinforce and I go through it. So sometimes I'll listen to a book and then I'll read it. So if I listen to a book, let's say I listen to the first few chapters, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And then I'll usually buy the book. So I, a lot of times I do both. If I'm listening to a book, I'm like, oh, this is really good. I'll buy it too. I want to have a physical copy because I don't trust Audible. I don't trust my Kindle. You know, the digital shit, it's like if my if it dies, I don't have access to it. If Amazon's like, yeah, we don't want you to have these books anymore. I, I think, you know, food, training equipment, you know, stuff that I need for podcasting and videos and stuff. I don't need fancy, overly done equipment. I mean, that's everyone's opinion. I mean, I have a pretty epic setup here, I suppose. But um, training equipment, food, stuff that I need for the business, and books is really what all that I buy. Because I also like to visually have the book. So a lot of them I've read on my Kindle. Like sometimes I'll open, I mean, I like reading the book, but sometimes I'll read it on the Kindle, listen to it, but then I have the book. I haven't actually read the physical book, but I've read it you know, on my Kindle or something like that, but I like to have it for, for that as well. And also I, I like to move during the day. I'm always moving. I'm always doing mobility and this, and I do love to read, but I also like to move and I'm just so physically active that a lot of times I just, I find it hard to bring myself. It's good. It's a, it's a meditation. It really is. Reading is a meditation. So I always do it before bed and I try to do it. I try to force myself to do it and I enjoy it, but I like to move. So I find it sometimes like, oh, I don't want to sit down. I want to keep moving or listen to something anyway. Uh, so I don't think I've ever said rarely written. Well, maybe that's not, that's, I don't think that's anything. It doesn't sound like anything that I've ever said, uh, which makes me want to ask, have you read all the books you suggest in your store in my store? Yes. I have to look through those books and there's a lot more that I always forget to add. Whenever someone mentions, Oh, the bookstore or my, my book list, I'm like, Oh shit. I have to, so there's a lot of books, a lot more books that I haven't added, but I have to go through. I'm pretty sure that I've, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend, I don't recommend shit thing or things to people unless I know a lot of people have said, this is good. I'll go check that out. But I wouldn't recommend like when it comes to nutrition or training, I, I'm not going to tell people to do stuff that I haven't done, or I'll say that I haven't done it myself. I have to look and see and update that list. Cause there's a lot, I, I always forget. I'm like, oh yeah, I should add some more of the books because there's a lot of things that I probably haven't added. But yeah, I wouldn't add it if I didn't read it. Uh, Will, Papa Soli, when I called on Sunday about breakfast foods and I appreciate your advice, when you said why I ate at four in the morning was because I've been gaining weight? It was because I've been gaining weight and I gained 20 pounds last year. Is that good? You want to gain weight? I forget the context. So I, I, I remember you calling, but give me some more details. Like is because I've been gaining weight. Is that what you want to do? Do you want to gain weight? Is that a good thing? All right. Uh, Johnny Eaton, speaking of eating Papa Soli, I've been hearing about blood types, basically me being a positive. I can't have cheese and bananas, et cetera. Is this blood type dieting legit? No, that, that can Matt Damon. blood, blood type dieting can suck massively sized dicks. I think a lot of times it's coincidental. 
like my blood type. I think I'm probably should know this. I think I'm, I think my blood type is swole positive. Oh, <laughs> I think I'm O positive. So, but universal donor, right? I think that's supposed to be meat eaters. I mean, well, that coincidentally works out, but it's kind of like, oh my God, you're a Pisces and you're X, Y, and Z. I mean, I think that's more like it's convenient when it's lines up, but it's not really consistent. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm a little behind on the comments. I'm looking through, uh, Luca Pompasol. I just got hired in construction. Work starts at 7 a.m., but gym opens at 8 a.m., and working out at home is limiting and feels weird. Any advice? Uh, train at 5. Train at 5.30. Oh, shit. You just said gym opens at 8 a.m. All right. Matt Damon, me. Matt All Damon. right. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You lose. All right. Okay. Calm down. Um, Luca. What fucking gym? Okay. What fucking gym doesn't open at 5 a.m.? If you have a gym, if you own a gym, I guess certain areas, where do you live, Luca? It should be illegal for a gym to not open at 5 a.m. I mean, some people need to work even work out even earlier. I get it. You know, it's earlier. The thing is, if it's a small gym, small area, um, you know, you have to pay someone. If people don't start coming in until eight, then you're opening up at four or five. You have to pay someone three extra hours. And if you're paying them 15 bucks an hour, it's 45 bucks a day. That's 300 bucks a month. I mean, it adds up, but it's not necessarily one. Come on for to open a gym depends on the size. One person turn on the lights, open it up, you know, put them, turn the music on. You're going to have like a couple of people. Anyway, I'm uh, working out at home is limiting and feels weird. Any advice? Adapt, get some kettlebells. Kettlebells and clubs and smash. You could fucking crush a workout at home with kettlebell. It might feel weird if you're like getting dumbbells. Look, whenever I say with home training, it's an investment up front. You go to a gym, you spend 30 bucks a month, you get access to millions of dollars of equipment, you know, stuff like that. But if you train at home, it's like, shit, I have to spend thousands of dollars to build out a home gym. Yes and no. You can get stuff on Facebook Marketplace, on OfferUp. You can find a lot of people giving away shit. But, you know, getting dumbbells and a bench and all that stuff, it takes space. And yeah, the, the feel for going heavy with like certain weights. But kettlebell, that is a very interesting tool because you can do hardcore kettlebell training at home and it's a different mindset. It's a different feel. If anyone does kettlebells at home, it's not the same as lifting heavy weights. Plus, the entry is a fraction of the cost. So your entry level, you get a mat, or like some, you know, let's say you have a hardwood floor. You can just get a couple mats to put down. You can get, fuck, you get a mat, kettlebells, one, two, one or 200 bucks, and you can have the whole shit you need. Get some bands and fucking a kettlebell or two, you know, get a 50, get a 54 pound, get a 20, um, uh, 24 kilogram. That's 53 pounds, 24 kilogram kettlebell, get a 16 kilogram kettlebell. Uh, depends on how much experience you have training, you might want to get a, li a lighter one than that. And, you know, you could always progress and get like a 97 or an 80 or something like that for heavier, just kettlebell swings. Once you adapt or you can get a couple doubles, you know, whatever depends on what you're looking to, what you're able to spend. But 
kettlebell training would be excellent, especially for construction construction. And plus when you're doing construction, if you do a lot of club work and light club work in the morning, Ooh, man, is that going to prep your joints for a long day? Yoga, fantastic free, you know, with a, with a, with a mat. So low, low cost of entry, you know, people want to, if you have the money to build out and space to build out a home gym, you know, go for it. You can get a lot of different stuff. I mean, sky's the limit, right? The only difference between you and a other gym is a gym is just a place. It's a building with lights on that you go to, and that could be in your living room. So I know people that move their coffee table, throw down two mats and have kettlebells and fuck, they're sweating. They're getting a hardcore workout, do Turkish get-ups, do windmills, do kettlebell swings, snatches, cleans, fucking done. You could do curls with, I love doing flies. Flies with kettlebells are fucking unreal because of the offset with the weight to relax your grip. It's fantastic. Overhead presses. Fantastic. Oh yeah. Brittany Dawn. Ah, oh, Memories. Reminds me when Brittany Dawn tried to tell you to stop making videos on her and get a girlfriend two days later, mama brings Papa coffee. That might've been, was that one of the most epic, that, that might've been one of the most epic videos. Talk about, talk about the clap back. Don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, I think that might've cemented like, don't, don't fucking mess. Don't mess. Don't you make it. You can make a video about me if you want. Um, if it, if it piques my interest, it's not going to be pretty because there's two of us and one does not give a single solitary fuck. So you can go for it. You can go for it. All right. I would, uh, oh my God, so much. Should we just do questions? Should we just do more? Should we just go deeper and just do more questions? Look, I love taking questions. We could do this. We're not going to have a time for um, maybe we'll just do like one balls deep. I'm totally fine shortening that section and doing more questions. I love doing the Q and a that's the OG. That's the OG daily swole. I enjoy doing more ask Papa Swole. Cause I want to, I, I want to like, you know, I don't like stopping. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking roll. We're, we're rolling. We're rolling right now. I'm in love with the pizza. Oh, all right. Well, maybe we'll move on. Matt Damon. What's your opinion on those disgusting binge eating mukbang channels? I honestly think you should start dropping the salty sack on them. You must welcome to my channels. You must be new here. Go on the Swanormous page and there's tons of videos from like a year or two ago, two years ago. I used to make videos all the time about those fat fucks. It's disgusting. So go on the Swanormous channel. I think we've done some on the extra thirsty here on the daily swole. I don't do those anymore. Uh, there's plenty of videos. So what do I think? I think they're disgusting food addicts that are, you know, making money off YouTube and they're promoting obesity, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and horrific eating patterns. It's, it's gross. It's disgusting. Uh, Marissa, is the light on the Kindle the same as the computer and phone light as far as healthcare for our eyes? I um, have the new or the newer, I don't know, maybe there's a new one, uh, the Kindle. Oh, so I bought the Kindle Oasis for Mama Solia and I like last year or something or two years ago. It's like, ooh, it makes it orange. It's like, you know, takes out the blue light. All these, all these programs or these like phones, like all those dimming and shit, it doesn't do anything. The night shift stuff on the phone doesn't do anything. It's fucking garbage. So what we did was we took like a, the translucent or the little kind of like the clear, like the red paper, the red plastic, what's it called? Filter paper, I guess. You know, the ones that used to use like for projectors in school. 
and she cut it out and took like this little gummy little like tape glue and put it on the screen. So now it's just like blood red. So we modified it to make it redder. So you can do that with any Kindle. So you don't need the newer one. I think it's a little bit more expensive. Uh, let's see. Jorge, how would you suggest to combine the 90 day dash with sports practice? Start the rugby season again this week. And it really takes a toll on my legs and energy in general. The 90 day, like any of those, these weight training programs, they're not designed to be done with in conjunction with like a rugby season. So, you know, you have to pick, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. You need to pick your battles and you need to focus you need to focus your skills and, and your attention and your time in one area. People that try to do too many things, like people that do a lot of CrossFit, they're trying to do tons of cardio and then heavy lifting and Olympic lifting and, and you just blow yourself out and you become a jack of all trades, master of none. So if you're trying to get better at rugby, you need to do, I would recommend like the 90 dash is great. I would do the Swolga. I would do the yoga classes. I would do the swollen seven mobility. I would look at the master class for ankle, hip and um, knee mobility. I would make sure you're doing that shoulder awareness. All these things are fantastic. Maybe kettlebell rugby would also be good for like things like club work or kettlebell work is fantastic sandbag stuff for rugby. But you know, you really, my recommendation would be to do a weight training protocol that would match up to you doing rugby. So do you want to be better at rugby? Are you focusing on rugby or you want to focus on mobility and you know what the night, the 90 day dash is an all levels program. It's a general program, but it's not something I would necessarily say, like it's not designed to go hand in hand with rugby mid, you know, in season plus weight training. There's off season for a reason. Uh, people train, you do more macro movements, more like muscle building recovery from the previous season. And as you get more into the sports season, cause you don't want to peak at the beginning and you don't want to fatigue yourself for the actual event. So if rugby is your priority, you phase out, you're not doing heavy max out lifts in the middle of a rugby season or a baseball season or a football season. You do all your ma major heavy lifting off season. And as you progress into the season, it's more agility. It's more skill work because you're not trying to get hurt. All right. I I'm, I'm scrolling. All right, here. Let's see here. I got to take, um, I just redid the gym a little bit. I organized. So I got to take some, I always say I got to take some pictures of the gym. The gym's it's fucking sick. And all my clubs lined up. It's fucking sweet. So excited. I got some more clubs coming in. <laughs> I love new gym gear. All right, Dan, uh, you discussed that mobility is full range of motion with resistance. It's strength through a full range of motion. <sighs> I'm doing the mobility exercise and 90 day dash, which don't require weight. Can I add weight to these movements? Uh, I think it depends on the movement. I don't know exactly which one you're referring to, but for example, mobility like Jefferson curls, um, deep split squat lunges, doing pigeon pose with resistance, doing adductor work under resistance and eccentrics and eccentric loading. Um, good mornings or seated good mornings. There are a lot of ways to add load and build strength to a full range of motion. So it depends on how you load them. Some mobility exercise can be done with bands and understand that when you do mobility, it doesn't always have to be like a concentric and an eccentric contraction. Some of it can be isometric. Some of it could be eccentric only. Some of it can be a full eccentric isometric or eccentric concentric movement. So mobility just means building strength and getting to that towards that end range of motion and building strength in those like end ranges, uh, which can be done in many different ways, different angles, different joint angles. Like you can do the hamstrings from a starting, you know, lengthened position, a shortened position, strengthening, uh, doing, let's say shortening the hamstrings and doing 
isolated curls from a shortened position, that might be a weak point or starting from a fully lengthened position. There's different ways to do it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tyler, what are the requirements to get into nutrition and exercise instructor, personal trainer? That depends. I mean, you don't need anything. If you have the right information, you don't need any of that kind of stuff. If you're trying to train at a gym, they're probably under their insurance. They're going to require you to have um, a personal training certification. They'll probably list what they want. Um, also, that gives a gym, which usually has a lot of turnover. It gives them an idea like, oh, this person has a minimum competency. They're, they passed this exam, which means they have a minimum understanding. It doesn't mean you're a good trainer. So obviously, we have people that have PhDs or doctors that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. How many registered dietitians and blah, blah, don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So a lot of these things are just bullshit letters after a name. Uh, these institutions are completely hijacked and they also don't adapt as quickly as you staying up to date on research, watching things on. Not that TikTok and Instagram and Twitter is, you know, a fail safe source, but new research and new things might pop up on like Joe Rogan or a different top podcast, or you'll see an article that was posted on Twitter and you look at it and these things might take months or years to filter down through certifications and other things. So you're not going to be on the cutting edge, but it can give you the minimum competency or get you into getting insurance or working at a gym. So what requirements you need to experience, you need to have an open mind, you need to learn properly from someone who knows what they're doing. But also if you're getting into personal training, are you working at a gym? Are they giving you clients? You're running your own business. So the marketing is important, or are you doing in-house personal training? You need insurance. You need to understand how to deal and how to communicate with different people, how to accept payments. There's, you know, it's a business. So depends on how you're doing. If you're looking for just like a, a job at a gym, teach a class, X, Y, and Z, collect a paycheck. It's different than if you're trying to start your own like business. So a lot of times people start training at a gym and then they, you know, shift and they get private clients and you have someone come up to you like, Hey, do you do any personal training? I'm looking, you know, my sister wants to train at her house, blah, blah. And then you kind of get into it that way. But it's so much easier now. It's so much easier now. People do things on Venmo or PayPal or Square. It's so much easier than it fucking used to be in order to like accept payments and stuff like that. It used to be a huge fucking thing. And, you know, people handing you checks and stuff like that. Now you can just be like, boop, 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 boop. Bitcoin only trainer. Whatever you want. Uh, Jorge, Papa Swole, on that same rugby line from last question, what exercise would you advise to prevent concussions and knee injuries? Uh, don't get hit in the fucking head or don't take massive fucking shots. Don't get speared. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if any exercises, do any exercises prevent concussions? How about not playing rugby or football? That will help tremendously. <laughs> or if you like, I mean, you know what might be good? I don't know. I, mean, I guess it probably would help in rugby. I would assume like learning how to fall properly, probably doing some, taking some judo classes would be fantastic. Probably. I wonder how much, like I would think that judo would help you tremendously with rugby, just the ability to fall properly and also to control your body weight. That might be a little hack. I don't know how many rugby players, plus people are grabbing jerseys. I wonder how many people, how many rugby players do judo. Just a thought. I don't know if any exercise, maybe strengthening your neck, but the concussions are the brain sloshing around and smashing into the side of the skull and stuff like that. Hmm. There you go. Uh, knee injuries. I would recommend, are, are you officially a member of the Swole fam? Do you have access to the master classes? Knee injuries, reverse sled, reverse sled, lateral sled. All those things are fantastic. Pushing sled, 
pulling a sled, walking backwards, uh, lateral sled work, Jefferson curls, Nordic curls are fat, Nordic curls, fantastic. Um, hip flexor strengthening, calf strengthening, lengthening your gastrocnemius and soleus, strengthening your anterior tibialis, footwork, yoga, mobility. Yo- I mean, yoga, you know, it's, all those things were great for knee injuries, lateral tube walking, making sure you're getting your gluteus medius and stuff. Oh, you're the, ah, you're the GI Jew. That's right. I, how could I forget? How could I forget? Welcome. Welcome. That's right. The GI, do I have any, do I have any Jewish soundboards? Your father was a woman. Close enough. We shall wee-wees, Brian. Close enough. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, G.I. Jew says, I did, LOL, I did judo for years, was part of the Argentina's junior team. Nice. All right, so there you go. Tell me, how does it, um, how does it help? Yeah, I would say neck training. I would say neck training, but at the same, you know, it will help maybe, you know, snapping and maybe, encouraging it but i mean if you have contact in your head and you hit the ground it's gonna be a problem uh freddie papasolia once my left shoulder is recovered from my ac separation would you suggest plenty of warming up slowly progressing up and doing a good amount of rear delt and upper back work um i would personally i would be doing things like dead hangs if you're cleared dead hangs um posterior deltoid, full range of motion, full under with like a band or with a cable, full horizontal um, adduction, you know, taking it all the way across, posterior rotator cuff work, cobras, uh, prone presses, very light body weight. There's a lot of different, the shoulder awareness series, a lot of great uh, posterior rotator cuff, terrace minor, infraspinatus, um, middle lower trap, Seras, posterior, inferior. Like there's a lot of good activation for your shoulder girdle and your shoulder joint. Can you get a good Jewish soundboard? My friend is a famous DJ. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what is your, your friend's a DJ. What does that have to do with a Jewish soundboard? What's a good Jewish soundboard? Time to go balls deep. I'll let you guys decide. That's deep. It's very deep. Everyone hit the like button. Everyone. Where's the like police? How many of you? Like, are you? Make sure you get in the chat. Make sure. Yeah, that's right. Mel Brooks. That's right. There we go. I'll get something from uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. I'll get something from Men in Tights. A moil. All right. When he's doing the circumcision. All right, hit the like button. Now, where's the like, police? You guys are over there. All right, let's get into balls deep. Let's do one. Let me go. Maybe got what time for one good balls deep. I'd like to do more questions on the regular. We don't need a ton of balls deep. But remember, if you want to submit a question, go to Ask Papa Swolio. 
askpapaswolio.com. Askpapaswolio.com. Submit your question and we'll get to an upcoming episode. And of course, go to papaswolio.com. Use code DAILYSWOLE for 10% off. Check out all the new designs. We got to go to the fucking gym. Keep calm and get swole. All the things we talked about, Swole Wars, new diet plan, lots of cool designs. Go and check them all out over there. Links in the show notes below. Uh, we got a couple of videos here. Um, let's do one or if there's a really short one, we'll do that first. All right. Maybe we'll do two. Let's do this one first. This one is 30 seconds it's called period. It's called period. Dodson. Okay. Dodson. We've got Dodson here. What's in the box? It's called period. Gross. If you don't know, this is when we scrape the barnacles off the internet and we like find the real undergunch. Here we go. It's called, it's titled period. So I just had to call out sick from work because I've had these awful, unexplainable stomach cramps all day. And I just, I really, really hope that I'm sick because, you know, I've been on hormones for a year and I've heard people say that this is around the time when they start getting like period cramps. And if I have to deal with this once a month, I am going to be so upset. I don't have 12 sick days a year. I'm just going to have to power through. That sounds awful. Shut up, bitch. Oh my God. Uh, someone says, is that a dude? Uh, it's very obviously a dude. Uh, it says in the TikTok little logo, it says Sunny L Comedy. So this might be a joke. It has the watermark of libs of TikTok, but it says Sunny L Comedy is a comedy page reposting this video. Is this like, like it could be a joke? It sounds like a joke because it's a fucking joke. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so I don't know. They never lie. I don't know. I don't know if it's a joke. I mean, objectively, it's ridiculous. But is this just a troll, like kind of a joke? Because it says Sunny L Comedy. So my point is like, is this because like, is he just going... I was on high mounds. It could be, maybe he's a comedian or maybe it's someone else sharing that video. I don't know, but these are the things that we have to go through now. The fact that that might be correct or it might be a legit video is frightening in itself. I can't believe that we aren't like, ha ha ha, it's absurd. It's like, no, that might get, might be serious. Tomato popsicles are on sale once a month. What the fuck is that? If you don't know, I'm not going to say it. It was gross from the other day. All right, let's do... mm, mm, mm. Let's raffle this off. One more. Uh, Pick a number one, two, three, or four. One, two, three, or four. Drop it in the comments down below. What's your name, fat body? Number one, number two, number three, or number four. I don't believe you people. What do you mean, you people? Number one, number two, number three, number four. It could be three. It could be one. It could be four. It could be two. There's so many fucking options. What are you going to choose? There's so many exciting things that you can choose. So many exciting things. Let's get a little tainty, man. And oh, yes. Oh, churchy. Oh, churchy. You're so gurchy. The Gertie Church. Tainty Man does not give a fuck. 
Uh, let's go with Epic Beard. Uh, Freddy, Craven number three. Excellent. We switched the samples. All right. This one's called... Uh, oh, holy shit. Um, thanks, Freddy. Thanks in advance. Um, it's responding to a... a comment on TikTok that says, can you explain why it's bad to want to be healthier? I don't understand what healthism is. It's not a real thing. Why it's bad to want to be healthier. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Matt Damon. What's in the box? There is no box that would fit. All right, healthism. Thanks, Fred. So I'm actually so thrilled that you asked. Let's talk about healthism. The term healthism was first coined in 1980 by sociologist Robert Crawford. Oh, it's going to be so slow. And it is described as oh. the preoccupation with personal health as a primary, often the primary, focus for the definition and achievement of well-being. There's no... So your question personal now health is probably, is... okay, what does that actually mean in terms of society? I'm going to stop you right there, Chief. If you take more personal responsibility and the individual gets healthier, society is healthier and what that means is we we have made health a moral imperative we have made it so that someone's health we feel is intrinsically linked with like the kind of person that they are and if they are unhealthy then that means that they're not trying enough and that they're a bad person no one says that. It just means that they're definitely probably not trying enough. Most people don't try at all. So they're definitely not, if they don't try at all, then they're definitely not trying enough or they're not doing it right. Irrelevant. They're not healthy as a result of their lifestyle habits and the inputs, right? Cause and effect. So no one's saying they're a bad person. They might be a lazy person. They might be a person with poor habits. Most people have bad habits. I have bad habits. You have bad habits. If you say you don't have a bad habit, you're a fucking liar. And you're completely disconnected from your own reality. So it doesn't mean you're a bad person. You just, you know, people that are more obese and shit like that feel bad about themselves. They hate themselves. They have low self-esteem. So they project their own self-hatred or low self-esteem into other people's minds. That's why people are self-conscious going to a gym and like, oh my God, everyone's going to think about me or looking at me and caring about what I'm doing. Everyone's focused on themselves. No one gives a fuck. No one cares. So it's usually you projecting what other people are thinking. It's the same way why you're looking on Instagram and someone's driving a brand new BMW. Like, oh my God, that person's life must be awesome. Look at those vacations that they're on, blah, blah, blah. Wealthy millionaires and billionaires, they kill themselves all the fucking time. So many people are empty inside, which is why they obsess over collecting more items and making more money and blah, 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 and flexing online because they are not whole as an individual. They're using these items and these things that they're purchasing as a proxy for their own self-worth and self-value. So like one thing that you have to learn, and as you get older, don't assume you don't know what's going on inside the person's head. Just because someone has more money doesn't mean that they're happy or they're at peace. It's usually quite the opposite. It's the biggest, it's the biggest flaw is you're comparing yourself to other people and you're assuming what they're thinking. You're assuming what their life is like. You know, nothing about their life, nothing about their life. Yeah, it's um, it's the Baroness Harkonnen, John. And that's a really dangerous position to take because it doesn't take into consideration at all 
the uh, social determinants of health, which oh. are things like income, genetics, race. Well, if you don't have a lot of money, then you're not eating as much food. So that's not true. Um, income. Yeah, if you don't have a lot of money, but I'll tell you what, people that don't have a lot of money usually go to fast food. Well, there's still supermarkets. I'm not saying you're buying grass-fed beef, but you can get beef. You can still make better decisions. If you have 50 bucks, you can make 50, take 50 bucks to Subway or you can take it somewhere else. I'm just saying there's no education here. Genetics plays, genetics plays a role. You might have predispositions, but you can't blame it for where you're at right now. Come on. Come on. Racism, discrimination. Racism, sure. Kind, really. It's racism. That's um, why you're fat. Education, job opportunities. Uh, access to nutrition that it's really access to nutrition people are just fat because they're not eating gotcha there's lots of stuff and we focus so much on the personal responsibility aspect of it there's no other thing to focus on okay you're never going to have everyone at the same starting line so there's taking personal responsibility because that's your option it might not be your fault where you were born, but it's your responsibility now moving forward. So, okay, these are factors. There's always factors. In other words, these are always, they're always, there's no shortage of excuses. And I'm not saying that it's equally feasible to the same extent that everyone has. I'm not saying that at all. Not everyone starts at the same place in the starting line. My point is you can't assume that someone that's ahead of you, quote unquote, by what metric? They might be four inches taller than you. Okay. I mean, that doesn't mean that they're going to be more successful. It doesn't mean that they're going to be happier. It doesn't mean that they're going to be in better shape. It doesn't mean those types of things. So what are you doing about it? Are you complaining? Are you leaning on these things to hold you back because it's easier to not change and to blame these things that are out of your control? You can't pick your race. You can't pick your parents. So you can't pick like how you were raised and what you were fed or what, you know, you can't pick those things, but you can make those changes as you get older. And yeah, you might be behind the eight ball a little bit, but it doesn't mean you can't make positive changes. It doesn't mean that you play the victim. You know, you still have to take control of your life or not. Uh, it's really a choice. Some people do, some people don't. The question is why do some people and why don't others? And that is where the issue lies. It's not where the issue lies. It's not. There are plenty well, plenty of wealthy, fat fucking people. It's not where the issue lies. The issue lies with why are you looking for everything that's... Some of those things are in your control, by the way. Some of those things listed are in your control. So, no. To answer your question, it's not, it's not bad to want to be healthier no shit the issue comes when you assign morality to it which is you're assigning morality to it i'm not assigning morality to it you are but at the same time it is kind of fundamentally i want to say necessarily evil that's not the right the right word but it's fundamentally disgusting to not take care of your body it's just it's just, there, there's something repulsive about it. And I'm not saying you as an individual repulsive, I'm not saying I'm grossed out, like, ew, you're a gross person, but there's something psychologically repulsive for me 
It's like that victim mentality, not taking care of yourself. Just tr- there's something there's something about it that's just very distasteful. And it doesn't mean that you're a shitty person. Doesn't mean you're evil. But why would you not take care of yourself? Yeah, it's one of those like what seven sins, right? Sloth, gluttony. Yeah, you definitely don't have discipline. You definitely don't have. You're not you're you're not taking the proper steps to move forward. Like I mean, this is a cause and effect thing. Some people are taller. Some people are shorter. Genetics. Some people have blonde hair. Some people have dark hair. Genetics. Okay. What are your habits? Your habits aren't, I mean, you might be predisposed to certain things. Some people are more predisposed to storing body fat. So you have to be a little bit more aware. If you eat properly, you make better food choices and you make better habitual choices. A lot of these things are a non-issue. Much less than you think. Again, when it comes to food availability, it's always choices. And I'm not saying that some places, I'm not saying there's like a whole foods in the ghetto, but I mean, you know, when there's supermarkets, we're not talking about the fringe cases. So for example, what people like her or whatever it is, like they're going to make these arguments about the fringe. And I'm not saying there aren't a lot of low income people and blah, 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 you know, fix the money. You fix a lot of these problems. That's why Bitcoin's so important but I don't want to get off down on a rabbit hole uh, because you have problems when the money, the, the, the buying power of the U of the dollar just keeps on decreasing, decreasing, decreasing with inflation, keep on printing money. You know, all fiat systems go to zero at some point. And that's what we're seeing ever since like the inception, ever since like the late 1800s, like the dollar is just like fucking tanking the buying power. So when the buying power goes down, you need to work longer hours. You're unable to have as much free time or, you know, to spend on other things, to spend on other industrious things and creativity and health or exercise or things like that. You're toiling away at one, two jobs just to scrape by two parents. So then you're not taking care of your kids. They're out doing whatever, outsourcing parenting to the state. They're getting groomed and then it perpetuates next exile. And then you have like this purple haired, septum pierced you know, woke tard for a child that grows up to not have children, you know, and then they don't start a family because it's evil and they're on like ninth wave feminism and, you know, all this fucking shit just perpetuates for, you know, generations until shit really hits the fan. Then you need to have some strong fucking people rise up from the rubble, which eventually we're going to see in the next couple generations. So, um, where was I? So that's a problem. But at the same time, we're talking about the fringes. A lot of people have access to supermarkets. This is the United States. So we're talking about the United States. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about the United States. I don't know where she's from, but, you know, she's sounds like she's, looks like she's from the United States. Most people have access to supermarkets. So you have two options, okay? You can go and get something made from corn, soy, and you know, all sorts of vegetable oils given to you in a bag around back, around the backside of a building like a fucking Coke deal. I always talk about this. Literally, fast food is like a drug deal. You're going around the side, you're speaking like, hey man, can I get a uh, double quarter pounder, extra large fries, and a, a Coke? Yeah, drive around back. Okay, cool. You hand money, cool, and you get a bag, like thanks, and you drive away. It's sort of like a drug deal. So you are... Doing that, and if you use Uber Eats or you go to McDonald's or you go to Burger King, whatever it is, you're spending 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Shit's not free. 
So how much do you spend? I mean, some of you might not know because you don't buy this kind of stuff, but if you get like a large pizza, you're spending 20 bucks, 25 bucks, right? Okay. But grass-fed, uh, how much is it? Someone someone drop me some prices. I'll play the rest of this like out. we as a society have done. <sighs> it's when you start projecting that onto other people. Wow, you cannot make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. And it's when you tell yourself that you are oh. bad for not exercising that day or oh, for eating a brownie or congratulating yourself because you ate a salad. Salad's garbage. It's all healthism. Okay, it's over. All right, so let's say a a, a, a pizza, right? 20 bucks. But hell, but, but, but beef is so expensive. Well, grass-fed beef, you could find, let's say $7, $8 a pound. Uh, Freddie, a large pizza for me would be 21 pounds. So $25. Okay. So that's three pounds of grass-fed beef. You could find it for $6.99, $7.99. Three pounds. So you go get a pizza or you can get three pounds of grass-fed beef. That pizza is going to last you one night. You're going to eat most of it or some of it. And then it's like fucking thrown out or whatever. Three pounds of grass-fed beef. If you're a gr like a hulking man that's training, it'll last you three days. If you're not, it might last you five days. But grass-fed beef, like, or you can't afford grass-fed beef. Okay. Well, regular, like ground beef. It's still better. $3 a pound, $4 a pound, $5 a pound. It's still better. Wax says four slabs of beef liver is five bucks. So my, my point is, my point is, what's your excuse then, right? What's your excuse then? So you're literally, if you actually do the math on it, if you go and you get a happy meal or, or whatever, a happy meal, if you're fucking, if you get some of this garbage, it's like a diabetes meal. If you get some of this shit, it'll cost you 20 bucks, 25 bucks, 30 bucks. Uber Eats will be like 40 bucks, 50 bucks, depending on what you're getting. That's a fucking $50. If you're getting grass-fed beef at $8 a pound, wow, it sounds expensive in itself. $8.99. Well, that's five fucking pounds of beef, grass-fed beef, or you get three pounds of that, some sweet potatoes from white, right? You get some fruit, you get some eggs and you're done. Loretta says, yep, my sister's family of four McDonald's, 55 bucks. Okay, so let's say grass-fed beef, you're getting four or five pounds of grass-fed beef. Family of four, four or five pounds of grass-fed, grass-finished beef, you're eating, that's two, that's two days. That's two days, family of four. I mean, if not everyone's eating a pound of fucking beef, try it. Try just eating like, you know, the burger, you have four fucking burger patties of grass-fed beef, you're full, you're done. It's ridiculous. Uh, Glenna, between fast foods, iced coffee, and Netflix, the average person can afford to eat healthy. That's what we're talking about here. I'm not talking about like the, the fringes. We do have to bring up the fringes, but I'm talking about the, the vast majority of people who just make terrible fucking choices. There's so many people. What do you think? 200 million people make terrible fucking choices and have lots of options and take all the bad options. So stop making fucking bullshit excuses. Stop making fucking excuses.
uh, let's see, Nancy, I bought grass fed beef at the grocery store for $6 a pound. When you eat this way, when you eat this way, you eat way less too. Fact. Uh, Maddie, my husband and I eat steak and beef every night. People always say how they can't afford what we eat. I only spend 60 to $80 a week. Most spend that on one meal. Absolutely. That's another reason why I don't like going out to eat. Like sometimes we'll go out and we'll get sushi if we go out with like her sister and her brother, but it's like $200 or $150. And I'm, you know, it's a rare occasion, but it's like, this is so much fucking steak. It's like five, six fucking ribba. It's, it's so stupid. It's so overpriced and you're paying for, I'm paying for someone to bring me fucking food. That's not as good as what I make at home. It just doesn't make sense for me. I, I can't psychologically wrap my head around eating out unless I'm going to get oysters or something I can't make. Like, that's why sushi would be something like, okay, rare occasion we'll go. And then I'm not making sushi at home. So that's fine. It's just like, we go somewhere and we get fresh fish. Like, okay, fine. It's different. But like, I make better food at home. I'm not going to go out and eat steak. It's like, why would I overpay for steak that someone else is going to make? It's not going to taste as good as when I make it. It just doesn't, People go out to eat. It's like, oh, I like the experience and the flavors. I'm not trying to get my entertainment by stuffing my fucking face. I love my food. It's delicious food. And when it's not as good as what I make at home, what's the point? To go have a conversation and to be out, to be around fucking people that I don't care about. I'd rather be, come on over for dinner. That's different. Let's make some good food. You want to have a conversation? Have a conversation. Why do I have to spend three times as much and give someone a tip for carrying my food to me? Oh, thank you. Oh, great. Low quality beef cooked in canola oil. Fantastic. Where can I get more of that? Uh, Nancy says, oh my God, we went to Ruth's Chris before Christmas on a date. It was like $45 for ribeye. Oh yeah. And last, I went there once because it was like, Mama Solio's brother's birthday. It was awful. The steak was like, and they were advertising that was corn fed. They were advertising it like it was a bonus. I'm like, oh, it tasted like shit. I hated it. It was like, tea, it was like a, it was like a Friday steak. It was awful. Super overrated. It was terrible. So bad. This is why when I go out to eat, if we go somewhere, I usually eat first. That way I have like something light a little bit. I'm not depending on that for the meal. Like learn how to cook, learn how to cook, learn how to cook. Trust me, you learn how to cook and you're cooking good food. Like you're eating so much better than you could. A lot of people go out because they can't fucking cook. I don't know how to cook. Don't you hate those, that shit? Oh my God, I can't cook for shit. I couldn't, I would ruin eggs. Well, then you should learn a basic fucking skill. If you can't cook eggs, you're an idiot. Fuck you. Oh, you shouldn't say that. It's mean. Fine. It's mean. Cry about it. You can't cook eggs, you fucking tool. I couldn't cook anything. Oh, it takes too much time. I don't want to cook. I'm too late. Cooking a fucking steak is the easiest thing you could possibly do. A cast iron pan, some tallow. I You could do a reverse sear. I'm not going to spend reverse sear. You put it in the oven. You take a temperature. Fuck that. I don't, got, I don't got time for that fucking shit. I'm not taking an hour to cook a goddamn steak. All right. You take it out. You make sure it's dry. You can leave it in the, in the, in the, in the fridge uncovered overnight. You put some salt on it, dab it off, make sure really hot pan, put some beef tallow in it, sear the edges, sear, 
both sides a little bit, sear a little bit, take it off for a couple minutes. And then I bring it down to like a nice, like medium heat, put some grass fed butter in it and then slowly bring it up. Other side, boom, done. Let it rest for a minute. To, it, perfect fucking, it's delicious. Done. Fucking 10 minutes. That's it. So you think it takes ground beef? Even easier. You don't have to be there and watch it. Just fucking throw it in the pan and like a chunk, let it sear a little. I was like, just fucking walk in the other room, let it cook, do something. Silly. Silliness. It's the easiest fucking thing to cook me. So, and if you're consistent with your food, you don't need to get all super stupid fancy. All right, fam. Uh, swole card time. We went long. That's what she said. <laughs> As we always do. Join the fam today, SwoleNormousX.com. We have an awesome fucking Swole card to give away. I think we all know where this one's going. Can I get a Hara for Adara? We got a winner! It is Jeremy! As you might have assumed what a great fucking man post that's a man post that's a main that's a man post that's a swole slut singing slinging big fucking dick jeremy absolutely fantastic everyone go in the facebook group and let jeremy know that he is an absolute fucking swole stud um oh maybe a new shirt swole stud and a swole slut what do you guys think swole stud oh we got the u we can do the tongue i like that uh jeremy sent us an email to support at swolenormous.com swole card 24 four zero 2440 in the subject mailing address the body of the email absolutely fan fucking tastic got some big swole dick energy i agree i concur super sweet jeremy keep up the amazing work and keep us posted on those fucking games Make sure you hit that like button. We got some piano cock coming in just a moment. And of course, uh, we'll take some soundboard requests. You make me happy. Do me a solid and head on into the Facebook group and let Jeremy know that he won today's swole card. Blow that bitch up. Blow him up. We got a little church today. Aww, churchy. back i'll come back soon i promise lacy says when do they grow out of the pup stage she doesn't she's fully grown she's super small she was the runt of the litter she's 4.8 pounds 
she ain't growing anymore. She ain't gonna grow no more. Oh, wax, I like the DWG with church. Damn right. The DWG with church was fun. I got an alert from YouTube saying that it was uh, restricted for, it was age restricted for over 18. It's like, no shit. No shit, you don't say. You don't Dodson. say. Dodson, we've got Dodson here. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. She's so chill and lovable. Yeah, right. She's chill now. You don't see her. You don't see her the rest of it. Very nice. Golf clap, everyone. She looks calm. She looks calm. This beach is anything but calm. She's usually like... If I'm giving Mama Swolio some love and attention, if I'm giving her like some hugs, she'll like freak out that she's not getting attention. She's a like a rabid animal. She's like a gremlin. We should have called her Gizmo. She's literally... She's literally like a demon. She's very, it's very tricky. She seems like she's so calm and lovable and she, now she is. Once we get out, let me go outside. She's going to be a fucking nut job. So you always get her when she's quiet, which is good, which is good. Uh, say goodbye to the tainty man. Aww. Excellent. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's busy. He's busy doing absolutely fucking nothing but thanks for being here fam we'll see you uh tomorrow for 2441 share the show with your friends subscribe all that good stuff uh give some love and uh, leave us a five-star review on spotify and apple Podcasts. if you listen there it helps tremendously thanks for being here and of course join the fam solenormousx.com all the information the fuck your resolution specials are over there we'll see you tomorrow peace mcgeese deuce mcgoose your boy papa swolio oh 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 Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zams. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't left and they so mad, it's like. Yeah, I found that Young King with my crown at Ten racks in the fence